The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is happening? Welcome to the Nick and Alice, Alex Baseball Show, Alice, uh, where we won't collapse 85% of the way. I'm Nick Pollock, and I'm joined by the very healthy Alex Fast. Very healthy. I kind of prefer the Nick and Alice baseball show. I think it'd be a little bit more of an interesting <laughs> show. I do think there is a lot of irony to the fact that you said we will not collapse immediately after uh, uh, not saying my name correctly. Uh, how you doing, Bubba? What's going on? Ready to talk some baseball? You know, of course, of course. We got we got lots of things to talk about, as we always do. Just a big shout out to Ellen Adair last week for mm, putting on a fantastic show. You know, what a wonderful job she did. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Wait. Honestly, I'm kind of upset that she's not doing this instead of you today. I don't blame you. Let's let's have yeah. some fun because I know Ellen is going to, huh? if she listens to this, she's going to absolutely hate this. But we have a great opportunity to talk about Ellen and how much we adore and love yes! her. her here to say, stop, please. You guys are actually <laughs> the best. She would. Um, she would say the best. Things. <laughs> she should have she should have she should have as much MLB network airtime as humanly possible. Absolutely. She is incredibly bright. She is a fantastic baseball mind. She is so much fun to be around, pleasant. So take that, Ellen. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't be luckier to, to call ourselves friends of Ellen Adair. Yeah. Uh and uh she deserves all the all the attention and should get more airtime on MLB Network. I'm just saying. You know, sure. give her all the shows. What are you all drinking? Them. What am I drinking? I'm I'm just What's most important is what I'm drinking out of, and that is my PL7 mug. Mm. PL7? Wow. Yeah. You see how the 7 is the L flipped over? Oh, I dig that. That's very it, it, nice. It's wonderful design. Thank you. It's just water. That's I'm a hydro nice. homie fast. You know this. Yeah, that's true. One day, I'm just kind of hoping that we we get you into something different. I know, I'm, I'll know i never forget the days of opening up your fridge and seeing like essentially like an odd assortment of leftover beers from, <laughs> yeah, from random parties. Yeah, um, those days, I'm, I'm 34 now fast. And uh, I have SP roundups to write, mm. um, but maybe off season. We'll see if you don't abandon me. Um, no, anyway. Not. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for watching on Twitch as well. I, uh, we, you know, you, you should be going off to, to iTunes and reading and reviewing us. What you doing? You should be doing that. Uh, and thanks yeah. to everyone that does. Uh, but as we always start every single episode, what do we do fast? We show a mystery picture, don't we? We show the mystery picture. I'm very excited. Yeah, this to what one is going to be. This one, I think I gave like a, an impossible one. Okay. I would be so shocked if you got this, honestly. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. So, oh, so boy. this picture, yeah, exactly. It's all blue for the most part. Um, this picture, four and two record, about 86 innings, four, four, one ERA. 
141 whip, 21% K rate, 7% walk rate, 27% CSW, 93, 94 on the fastball, about 12% swing strike rate, hard contact, 28%, 110th in the major majors, under a 40% ground ball rate, actually 153rd among all starting pitchers. Who do you think this pitcher is fast? I don't know yet. I don't do you know have yet. Any idea? No, because there's so many bad pitchers. But right? I'm, trying to, I'm trying to psych my, you know, I'm trying to think in your head and think maybe you're trying to pull a kind of a bait and switch here and think like, this is a guy who we thought was going to be really, really good. Mm. And this is what he is doing this year. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, so it's a guy who probably has been injured a little bit. If he's only got 85 and two thirds innings. Okay. Um, a one four one whip. Can't see the Babbitt, Bonnie. That's unbelievable. I'd like to see what the yeah. Babbitt is. Yeah, well, you don't get uh, it. All right. I, I'll noodle. I'll noodle. Yeah, you'll noodle? I mean, okay, well, you got to give me one pitcher right now. Uh, the first pitcher that came to mind was like Zach Granke, but I don't know if he's Zach thrown Granke. 85. I think okay. he's thrown more. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, a 21% oh, K rate is not even close to Zach. Yeah, Granke. and that and that 94 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, <laughs> like he absolutely wishes that was him. Uh, so, 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 it's not that. Uh, yeah, anything yeah, else? Yeah, anything yeah. else in that noggin of yours? That yeah, no. All right. Well, we're just going to have to wait until the end of the show. And fast, you're not going to let me end the show without telling people because last week it was Jesus Lazardo. Alan got it right, and I just didn't give her her just desserts. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Think about it. Uh, and uh, we'll get back to that later. But we have a lot of things to talk about. And uh, first things of the week. I got I got to get this off my chest fast. Aaron Judge mm-hmm. has not hit one home run tonight. He's hit two. Yeah. He's up to 57. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 57. It is really unbelievable. I mean, he. I think he is. I, I think he already pretty much had the award wrapped up. And I think today might very well just firmly solidify it. That's that's pretty unbelievable. Also, that man just like he is ready to get paid. Uh, oh, yeah. And I am very the Yankees are kind of in a lose lose situation. If I'm being honest, right. You don't sign judge. You don't have judge. You sign judge and you spend too much money. Exactly. Like <laughs> you, you want, I'm happy for judge. He's going to get paid. But like, obviously, fans more so than not are not always going to be forward thinking. Right. They're always going to sure. want to pay people based on past performance and think that they're going to be able to do right. that. Right. Um, Aaron, I think we can go ahead and say right now, Aaron Judge, probably not going to have upwards of 60 home runs in 2023. No. Right? Yeah, I would say that's a pretty safe bet. Probably not going to hit over 300 again. Um, but listen, by by all stretch of the imagination, is going to be an unbelievable, fantastic player with an, a WRC plus over 130, close to 150. He's going to be fantastic. But what's he going to look like in four years? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, the thing is, if the Yankees don't get Judge, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are they going to look like in 2023? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. What are they also? What's the weirdest? team you could imagine judge on so like it can't be like the Cincinnati Reds no 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 no, no. Pittsburgh like, Pirates <laughs> think realistically think realistically like what I mean the, the, the Giants are like saying like we want him I'm like that just seems so wrong the Giants yeah god that would be it would be weird really to see that behemoth of a man in anything other than than right pinstripes I mean the Rangers I feel like it's a reverse A-Rod almost maybe you know kind of like the old days of that yeah, I know. I'm not saying like they will. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think of what would feel so strange. 
Like the twins. Oh. Mm, that's a fun one. Like they're not allowed to have someone like Judge. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for Minnesota. Like they feel that way, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it needs to be the pinstripes, man. Judge to the Royals, says Mouthy Merc. Oh, and Sacris, by the way, by the way, you guys should be watching on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pitcherless at 10 p.m. Eastern time every Tuesday night. If you're not doing that and you listen to the podcast, podcast I mean, that's great too. But, you know, you should be here. Um, Sacris says, man, Fast will be so mad if the mystery pitcher is an Oriole and he it's doesn't take it. It's gotta be. It's <laughs> gotta be. Like, oh, okay. Me. All right, Fast. Okay, come on. It has to be. I bet you it's like, I bet you it's like, like Austin Voth or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Okay, like, buddy. I, uh, so Aaron Judge, we all know he's going to hit this. He's going to go 61 home runs, 62, right? He's got to do it now. It's three and a half weeks left, you know, about a home run a week. It's got to. Just what pitch was it, the, the Yankees' now. upcoming schedule? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't, I guess, right? Like, it absolutely <laughs> doesn't matter. And it's also so funny to me because it's like, what, who, why do you walk them? Just walk them. There's no one else there. Just well, he, I mean, he is going to face the Red Sox. So, yeah, I mean, he is now. So, yeah, it's going to be Michael Walkham. Oh, very okay. Uh, what is your thing of the week, Fast? My thing of the week. So my thing of the week, I saw a really interesting um, post uh, on on Reddit about this. I thought it really got me thinking a lot about it. So Albert Pujols, obviously, in the midst of his own uh, miraculous feet, um, uh-huh. you know, could could theoretically Have reach see, seen his feet. They are miraculous. Like you take off plantar fasciitis for a I know, while. So they're actually those things have been through a lot. They've been through. So a they lot. are quite miraculous. Man, our, our, the people, the crossover between this and our only feet fans are really going to be living the dream what? in this conversation. No. Um, Why are you going there? <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Oh, um, God. Fast. He, someone brought up a really interesting post that he actually had two home runs in games that were ultimately canceled because they didn't reach the fifth inning. Oh, right. That means that he actually has 699 and it's kind of frustrating. Like, should those count? No. It doesn't know. count for anyone else, though. Like, we, 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 know, we like, made this agreement, you know? Go back and do them all. But, well, hold on, hold on. Those games rained out, right? Right? Those were those Not were games off the books. Canceled. So yeah, that is, like, books. off the books of, like, 161 games those seasons? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Probably. Well, that's what I mean, is, like... Were those if it, if you had a postponement or something, if you redid that game or something, mm-hmm. then then he had a chance to do it back. You know, like that's not fair, right? Yeah, like if he got the extra, if he got the extra at bat. Yeah, like let's no, no. I'm just saying, like you know, he plays for two innings, hits a home run, and then the game gets postponed or whatever. Then like you know, then they play it again. He has a chance. Yeah, he has the whole chance to play. You know. I mean, yeah. it's it likely would have been suspended if that were the case, and it's I, I assume it's 161 games. I, uh, yeah, we've all Let's agreed that that's how it works, so it feels bad for everybody, you know. Let's take a look at the. I'm going to take a look at those games and see if those games were replayed because that has it. That's that's a very interesting thing that you just brought up, and I also want to make sure that I give the person uh, who posted this proper credit on Reddit. Uh, sure. But what about you? What what is your uh, thing of the week? I, it was Aaron Judge. Fast, fast. Come on, oh, get that it. was oh, unbelievable. I, I, I didn't hear you say this. My thing of the week. I thought you just said, "How about Aaron Judge?" Oh my gosh, fast. Know, go it's, it's in the go notes. It says it in the notes. 
I, I, and this is, you know what, Nick? <laughs> now it's my turn. I don't read the notes. Nick, right. Oh, man. Uh, and I saved you so feel? much this week in my notes. All right. How's it feel? It feels terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't find this post. I feel terrible. This is a really fantastic post. <laughs> um, I do the notes. I do the notes every morning for the stream, for the for the streamer rankings. Do the notes for this, and no one ever reads the notes for the list. It's unbelievable. Um, all right. So uh, Albert Post, we we know he's going to hit seven hundred, right? Like he's got it. Yeah. Someone someone brought up a really good point because I posted about how they have the uh, the Pirates six consecutive times to end the season, but they were like, yeah, but he, they don't have as many lefties. They don't have a lot of lefty relievers, don't have a lot of lefty starters. Doesn't make, probably doesn't matter. He's still going to get the ABs or they're going to yeah. probably clinch the division by that time. So he's still going to be in probably every single game. Uh, so you have to hope, but like at this point at 697, he's coming back if, if he doesn't get it. There's no way he's pulling a Bernie Mac you know what I mean? And the end and retiring like one, one, one thing away. Yeah. That's what we were saying about A-Rod, right? Um, yeah. A-Rod would come back. Like, okay, you know what? I got to get over Albert Pujols. That'll be like the worst thing. Like A-Rod, that'll be the most A-Rod thing yeah. <laughs> for him to come back after Pujols leapfrogs him to 700. He's like, I need to get 701. That would be you unbelievable. Know? Does, does Pujols hit 701? No, I think he hits 700 and retires on the spot. On the day. Yeah, I think you know. Not even. I don't. I don't even think he ends the game. I think we see the first. We don't see him in the playoffs. Nothing. He's he's just gone. He's just into the wind. Mm -hmm. You know. You see the camera, and he just fades in the wonderful transition shot. I reached out to him and I asked, and he said, "What he's going to do is he's going to run the bases, and when he gets to home, he's not going to. He's he's not going to stop." No, he's not going to stop. He's going to go into the dugout and no one's ever going to see from him or hear from him. Again. Oh, that's funny. And then he's going to appear in 10 years at the Field of Dreams game. He's going <laughs> to mask and it's going to be him. I just, I just like the idea of him hitting it, looking at it, and then fading away. <laughs> I, like the, I like the notion of him stopping an inch before home plate and refusing to touch it. So it doesn't. And, oh, yeah. Well, I, I like that idea. I think, I think. Hitters should do that more often, especially when it's the last thing ever. So if they want to like brawl him or something, then like, yeah, whatever. This is my last day on the job, buddy. What's the <laughs> we rule could you fire say? me? <laughs> Suspend me? What's the rule book say? I don't. I I don't. I don't want this moment to end. Right, so you I'm just stand in front of home plate, and you, you just soak out? it in. You stand there. Ah, as you see my wonderful pajamas. Are you wearing pajamas? Yes, I am. Fast. (laughs) It's 10 o'clock. Nick, you're wearing pajamas? Why not? Why not, Fast? I don't know. You know, live a little. Live a little. little. That's like... Imagine, how many podcasts have you listened to when the people are are wearing pajamas? A lot, Fast. What? <laughs> just love that. Going to a home goods. That's what he should do. The whole crowd going crazy. He stands right in front of home plate and just stares at it. You know? Yeah. Just, uh, just Mr. Pools, and, uh, until, uh, until the catcher punches him for like, dude, stop showing up my pitcher, right? All of a sudden yeah, you exactly. see it's it's a uh, Brian McCann back there. Surprise twist. It's a mystery a- gang face <laughs> reveal. <laughs> Just a brawl happens and he can never touch on. <laughs> yeah, he never touched him. Then we talk about it like the Andres Galarraga game. 100% doesn't count. Oh. It's not official. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I really like, I really want that to happen now. I know what have it won't. You done? What have you done? What, what have I done? <laughs> what have you done? Seven hundred. Is that the sense? Oh, 700 times. 
Um, I've written the roundup. Uh, <laughs> it probably has been 700, right? Oh, more. Yeah. I, well, I do 175 a year. I've done it for, this is my eighth full year doing it. Why 175? Because oh, it's because there are yeah, 13 yeah, yeah. games off or whatever days off for your for your baseball teams. I don't get a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 125. So yeah, it took you a couple seasons. Okay, that's good. Yeah. What have you done 700 times fast? I don't know, I'll probably like play Goldeneye or something. Wow. Wow. Well, oh, I, I actually think I, for... I think I've I've done I've done over 700 podcasts. I think yeah, so. We've done 340 done on the corner. Mm-hmm. we did we both did uh first pitch yeah. a lot you know i've done Definitely. over 100 this year plus pitch so yeah there you go yeah and i'm still terrible at it okay we're gonna keep going um the biggest news i think yeah. this week um are that the new rules are coming you know we got we this is gonna change the game a decent amount i'm gonna get the most important one out there first the larger okay. bases you know, that's the most important one. Okay. <laughs> because you know what? I think the bases are, are really appreciating getting a 20% pay raise. Mm. You know, I think. And, they, yeah, I, I it's funny. I know you're joking, but like, I think all of this combines to really kind of screw over the pitcher. Like all of this oh, yeah. combines to do that. Absolutely. And the bases, the bases are one way in which you couldn't, could have not done that. Like the, the, even though it ostensibly would look silly, the softball bases would great. accomplish the exact same thing. Right. And like, no, cause they're talking about, well, they don't want to have the collisions at first. Yeah. Base, that's not totally it though. I know there's other things involved, but it seems like that's still a good compromise as opposed to adding another factor that's going to increase the overall offensive output. But don't we want more stolen bases? Um, yeah, we do. But I think the pickoff rule in and of itself. Ah, well, that's a different one. Right. But I think larger bases just, you know, alone is all right. 15 inches, 18 inches now. Right. Um, that's that's a big deal. How many times have you seen all these bang bang plays at second base? Like it's it's a huge thing. Uh, there has been this beauty, I think, to the baseball diamond, right, ninety feet in between yeah. each bag and all. Um, that that it's been how close it's been and how I uh, how the odds work of being in your benefit or not to steal second base is so close based on the simple geometry that happened years and years ago is kind of mm. beautiful. Um, but it has gone out of whack a little bit, and this is a nice correction to it. Look, I want to see, I want to see a Roger Cedeno season again. Mm. You know, those were crazy. Like all of a sudden, sixty, seventy stolen bases or something. Like what? That's awesome. I yeah. love that. Fa- I love that feeling of a fan watching a game, like knowing a guy got some base and be like, oh boy, he's gonna go, he's gonna go. Like that anticipation is really fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have we've been saying this in fantasy. Like stolen bases are going down. They have been mm-hmm. for ages. Um, that's a whole another discussion about how these rules impact fantasy uh, another time. But we're going to see more stolen bases uh, with those larger bases. And let's go to the shift now, because I think I think the pitch clock stuff is there's a lot to it. Um, so I'm curious what your thoughts are on the shift here. And if you're unavailable, uh, if you're sorry, if you don't know what the rules are next year, 2023, you're going to have the uh, the rules are pretty simple. You have to have your feet on the. Um, not on the outer grass. So you can be on the inner grass, but you cannot, uh, you have to have your two feet on the dirt or inside of it for all infielders. So you can't be in the outfield at all with four. You can have an extra outfielder, 
is an, in the infield, but you can't have an extra infield in the outfield. And you have to ha- be definitively on one side of second base. You can't have the second baseman on the shortstop side and vice versa uh, for next year. Well, what do you think about this? I don't mind it as much. I definitely came around to it. I think that the... I don't know if it's going to be as impactful as people think it's going to be. Mm. Um, like if you're, you can still have a second baseman or a shortstop play pretty much up the middle, right? Oh yeah. You can get oh, it's as right up the middle. The yeah. As you want. Yeah. Right. And you can also like the pitch is thrown. You do a bunny hop to your left. Exactly. Like the time warp. Um, there was also like I some time more beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Like there's also the like uh, I'll get I'll get to this, the other point in a second that I wanted to make, which is the, the ways in which I think teams are going to abuse this, which I think is going to provide endless amounts of hilarity. But like, I also think. That, yeah. Sorry. Like, I also think that the um, the like you can still theoretically take the left fielder or the center fielder. No, probably the left fielder. Put him where the second baseman used to be halfway right in front of the right fielder and say, I don't trust and then shift, you know, back up your third baseman to the very edge of the grass in case there's a bloop to left field, which is just as difficult. You think bunting was a problem for these guys? It's not like they're all of a sudden going to be like, I'll just take this 90 mile an hour slider the other way that, you know, I'll just do that. So I, I think there are still going to be a good amount of oppor- you know, uh, opportunities where the shift is going to take away outs. Um, but the, yeah, the other point I was going to make is I cannot wait to see instances where as soon as the pitcher starts his motion, the second baseman sprints the arena football, right? Where they're running before the pitch is thrown and then they're timing it. (laughs) I love that. It's going to be, I mean, I will say we already have that. It already Mm -hmm. exists because you have a guy stealing second. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) I do, excuse me, uh, as I still have this lingering cough, I, I do wonder if there will be these moments where there's a guy stealing second and the guy goes to cover the bag and that will be too soon or something uh, for shift rules. We're like, mm. uh, you're right next to the bag and also someone's stealing your instinct is uh, before the pitch is released. Cause keep in mind, guy's going to be running. It's not until the ball is released out of the hand. So if you have a leg kick, you're coming up guys going mm. from first, second, your instinct, you're right, right there at second base already. You used to go up toward it. You can't, mm. Because that means yeah. your left foot's over the bag, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden, it'll be what is that? An automatic balk, I think it is. Yeah, I think so. And that, yeah. Or it's like it's it's kind of it's like a penalty declined kind of situation, which is it's uh, yeah. Oh man, I mean, we're just getting everything for football right now. I mean, it's a good thing we had the umpire announce the calls and stuff, but yeah. Oh, boy. I think I'm curious to see like. You know, I, I some the first thing I came to mind was like, okay, which teams shift the most, and how is this going to impact them? And like the the Dodgers shift more than anyone, I believe. The Rockies, like, and, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Wait, we're allowed, we were we were allowed to do that? <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell us that? Um, I, I I'm curious to see how it's taken advantage of. Like, there are going to be ways in which teams get very very creative, and I'm very excited to see it. I remember someone said that like the first thing they asked Max Scherzer about with these new rules is he's like, oh, I'm going to manipulate the heck out of that. Thing. Yeah, I right, can't right. Wait to see how people do end up manipulating a lot of those things. Uh, and I think they will end up manipulating a lot of those things. I will say, too, like there's something inherently funny to me about the fact that like the purpose of this is to add more offense, speed up the game, probably attract younger viewers and get more people into the sport. Right. That's like one of the takeaways of this, all these rule changes. Right. Yeah. 
So it cracks me up that like the notion of like me taking my wife, who is not the biggest baseball fan to a game. And then and I, we even already have this experience where she, I was like, oh, there's a bunch of rule changes today. But it just cracks me up to think that like I'm going to have to take someone to a game and be like, OK, so there's a pitch clock and they have to release yeah. the ball. And now uh, there's four guys in the infield. Yeah, right, right, right. Can't be on the other side. It's like that's it, that's not really lowering the bar for entry, which kind of cracks me up. What do you think about uh, the uh, the pitch clock, though? Well, I mean, here's the thing is that a lot of those rules, um, if they want to know, they can ask. But I think for a lot of people, the entry level stuff, like you don't need to know. Yeah, You know, sure. it's, it's it's it just is. They're playing the game of baseball. And like once they start asking, getting into strategy, then it's like, okay, cool. Now let me add that on to you. But if you're just sitting there at the game and you know the basic rules of it, you don't, you know, when it comes to explaining to the layman, like you don't give them everything. You just say very simply, like this is what's going on. And then they get grasp those. Then you add on more. Right. So I'm not too worried about that stuff. The pitch clock. Oh boy. Oh oh boy. Okay. Um, I feel like I need to read all of this. There is so much. Mm -hmm. There, there, there are so many rules attached to this pitch clock. I am astounded. Yeah. I thought this would be just as simple, just as completely as simple as when the pitcher gets the ball back from the, from the catcher, he has to release it within a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. The, the hitter can't stall it. Yeah. You know, like that, that's it. That's all that needs to happen. Base is empty. Then like, you know, uh, base empty, this works. Bases, people on base goes out the window. Right. That was my interpretation that just doing that would cut off 20 minutes a game easy. Like that's all we're done here. Simple. No, 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 no. There is so much. Okay. Can I, can I read every bullet point here? I'm so sorry. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to do that after this break. So, okay. Here, here are the rules for this pitch clock. All right. It's ridiculous. First, the catcher must be in the catcher's box with nine seconds left on the timer. Uh Fine. I get it. They're trying to keep that in check. Okay. The hitter must have both feet set in the batter's box and, quote, be alert to the pitcher, meaning that he has eyes on the pitcher. It can quickly take a hitting stance within eight seconds. Do you need to define this? Just be like, be in the box, like uh, defining it up to interpretation of the umpire. but if you've fine. ever been, if you've ever been a commissioner of a fantasy, which I know you have, yes, you do need to. Okay. It. The timer starts when the pitcher has the ball, and the catcher and the batter are in the dirt near home plate, and play is ready. Meaning runners have re- retreated if there was a foul ball. By the way, if you don't know that rule, after a foul ball, the runner has to touch the base. If they don't touch the base again, then they are actually out. It's kind of like a, a, a sack fly or something or they've exited the field after an out. The pitch timer starts with the second pitch of the game, right? So the pitch clock is not there in the first one. In between batters, there's a 30-second clock, except for in the final out of an inning, the timer for inning breaks, the pitching changes to 2 minutes and 15 seconds. The pitchers who violate the clock are charged with an automatic ball. If a catcher violates the clock, it's an automatic ball as well. Batters in violation is an automatic strike. Makes sense. Umpires can also award a ball or strike at the detective player circumventing the clocks. And the commissioner's office could issue discipline. How? I don't know. I mean, it's just the umpire's discretion of a ball under strike, I guess, circumventing it. I don't understand. Did they not pick up the ball or something like that as it was thrown to them? They kicked it to the mound and picked it Mm -hmm. up. I don't know. Fine. Pitchers can... Okay, this is where it gets really like a lot. Pitchers can step off the mound for a pickoff or any other reasons. And this, I'm reading this. I'm like, wait, with men on base? Mm -hmm. Because I think this is crazy. 
They're calling this a disengagement. So anytime you step off the mound for a pickup or any other reason, just stepping off the mound. Mm. How many times? This is insane to me. So many times you got to like, the catcher is giving signs or something. And yeah. you go, no, no, re- redo it. Yeah, and you yeah. step off. Mm-hmm. That's one disengagement. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge problem because twice, only, you can only do this twice per plate appearance if there's a runner on base. But if a runner advances during the same plate appearance by stealing or whatever, they get another two step-offs and the step-off resets the clock to its full time. Okay? So here's the thing. If the pitcher steps off a third time or more, the penalty depends on what happens. If the runners are safe, so essentially the third time you try to pick off and you fail, the pitchers are charged with a balk. Mm-hmm. If it's an out record, like a successful pickoff, there's no balk charge. So essentially the third disengagement, you have to get them out. Mm-hmm. All right. Unbelievable fast. Wait, but so, this isn't, that's not pitch clock stuff. Though. That's pitch. That's pickoff stuff. Like I feel like is, we're no, complaining. But, pitch clock, but right. But pitch clock is part. This is all part of the same bullet point of the pitch sure. clock. And it's including this disengagement part, which is all about you get the ball. You must pitch it within 20 seconds. And then you're, you're given these essentially these two free disengagements then you're really given third if you fail after the third you're done sure what i'm getting at is having the amount of like set times you can do this is such game theory now yeah to, oh without a doubt and there are gonna be so many times like you have like one already pick off and then the pitcher goes wait redo those signs he steps off that's two already mm-hmm. and now you can essentially you can take a massive lead because no way in heck is That's that pitcher. Of course, massive. You can't take a, can. a massive lead the third time you pick them off. If someone's right. Got a massive so lead. the thing is, a pitcher is going to be like, "Well, hold on, all right." So then you can essentially induce a throwover or steal the base at that point. Yeah, but it depends on how far you're getting. Yeah, but there's right. Be a but balance. like, but the fear, the fear of the pitcher to throw over then is going to mm-hmm. be so big, so, so big. Do? So what right, do you, you make sure you don't get two. You pitch out. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to see a billion more pitch. Outs. I mean, this is, it, it, but this is insane to me. It's like, it's also, th- this element is changing far too much of the game. Mm-hmm. I think this is crazy. You're going to see yep. more stolen bases. You're going to see a, so much more aggression on the base path. They're going to be trying. The, the leads are going to be so much more aggressive because they are going to want to get the pickoff and the pitcher is going to be so reluctant to throw over. I cannot emphasize that enough. Like lefties, how many times does a lefty just like, because you're a lefty, you throw it at first so many more times, mm-hmm. right? It's just because I have a good move and I have a higher chance of getting you, you know? Like it, it, it changes it so much. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do this at all. Like you already no, have it sped up so much with just no one on base. And now you've added this extra element of strategy, which I'm normally for, but I think it just removes it from the actual game too much. This is a wild thought that came into existence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely agree that like the um, the pickoff rule is definitely where I was like, I just don't understand this one. Like the, the pitch clock makes a lot of sense to me. I dig it. Obviously, you can see the data. You can see the results, how much it sped up the game. I the love it. From the Empty bases. Yeah. It's incredible. I think it's phenomenal with yeah, no one great. on base. I, I don't mind it with people on base either if you eliminate the pickoff rule. I think the pickoff rule is just gives way too much advantage. We we could be overthinking it because, again, the game theory does return to the pitcher on after the second step off because you can do a back pick if you're a catcher. You could also do a uh, pitch out. But the thing is, if you do a pitch out, then you're the done. Ball. 
it's a ball, but then you're done, right? Unless you're going to pitch out again. Uh, and, and you're right, too. It's a ball. So it's like, okay, are you going to pitch out with a 2-2 count? Um, it, it becomes very interesting. And if you are, yeah. so here, here's where it gets more interesting. If you are going to pitch out with a 2-2 count, would you then try and throw over a third time knowing that you would theoretically, you could theoretically walk the batter? Right. There is a lot more interesting game. Uh, yeah, I hate this. I hate it. Um, I usually like it, but I feel like this is just, no, my God, this is so much. Um, you have all these other things too. Pitchers can request a new baseball with nine seconds or more remaining on the pitch timer that does not count as a disengagement, but do if there are fewer than nine seconds. And, oh God. And you can see like the pitch clock coming down 12, 11, a new ball, new ball, you know, like, yeah. like it, what? Okay. Um, <laughs> this is getting insane. This is where the um, will be like, oh no 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 no, you're trying to manipulate the thing. It's like, no man, I just want a new ball. And the rule is like, oh god, why does that have to be like this? It you is going to be it is going to be insane when it's pitcher, eight seconds and oh, the pitcher says new ball and he says and no and he's just got to oh, be like, okay, I guess I'm going. That's unbelievable. Catchers giving signals to infielders doesn't count as a disengagement as long as the catcher is back by nine seconds. The fastest signs ever. You're gonna see the PJs again. Oh God. And then you're back, you know, and it's like, uh, no, it's not going to happen. It's probably not going to be the catcher anymore. It's probably going to be the first base or third base. It's it's, it's unbelievable. The mountain visits have a 32nd clock starting when the manager or coach leaves the dugout. This one cracks me up because like how many times uh, imagine Joe Torrey sprinting to the mound. Dave Kapler <laughs> versus Joe Torrey. Like, uh, talk about a talk about a song like, I want to see an MLB the show next year. In, he hasn't even got to the dirt yet. Mm. You know? Oh, that's a and like Joe Torrey's done with his mound visit. Uh yeah, that's a really funny idea. MLB the show where you play as a coach and you have to get your stamina up for sprinting. I love that. I will say ninety nine and manager visit sprints. So I visit, I used to, obviously I used to work for MLB, work in their gaming and VR department. And I have to say, because these are the people that we don't think about people making video baseball, video games right now are in absolute hell. Oh my God. They have to implement all this all of a sudden. And and the amount of bugs that are going to happen because of this implementation is unbelievable. I I mean, I will say this pitch count, pitch clock stuff. Like that's, you know, that in, in MLB, the show, there already was innately like some sort of clock or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, but the double pickoff is going to be interesting. Like the there's a lot of like weird oh, yeah. nuances that yeah, they're going to yeah. have to program. I forgot about that. Right. Oh god, I already forgot about it. I just ranted about it. It's not like uh, you request a new ball on the show, but still. Wait, I also have uh, a few. I, I can't say who they are, but I have a few reactions from pitchers that I reached out to. Oh, interesting. This. Okay. Yeah. Please. And these are some quotes. I said, "What did you think about the rule changes?" One of them said. Awful and stupid and unnecessary. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They had some bad words for Rob Manfred. Um, (laughs) They didn't like they actually didn't mind the uh, pitch clock, but they didn't like uh, that. It was there for like higher leverage moments. Right. That drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, look, okay. Playoff games, playoff games, guys. Mm -hmm. The beauty of baseball is the innate Mm -hmm. tension that is built into the game, which is a pitch happens, foul ball, and everybody in the stadium 
clenches and releases. <gasps> okay, now everyone's thinking about the next one. Oh my gosh, oh my God. You know, they lean into it. It's brilliant. The best mm-hmm. moments of playoff baseball is not the event. It's the moments in between the events. Yeah. And this is removing it in these unbelievable tense moments. It's, ah, uh, no, no. Yeah. It drives it, me crazy. It, it, it's it's unbelievable. Another one made a really good point that was cracking me up. Well, one they brought up how they thought it was inherently unfair because they don't have equal representation on this council, so anything that they want would theoretically be uh, could not get voted in, right? Because I think it's mm-hmm. like four owners and three players or something. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but they also brought up a really great point, which just cracked me up. Where they were just like, "I think we should just all ab- abuse the rules." Like, I think, like, all of us collectively, like, if they were, like, Mike Trout just continually keeps taking the third strike because he is taking too long, and DeGrom has been like, fine, you know what? That's a walk. I don't care. Like, it cracks me up to think that everyone... A union, means, like, union boycott, essentially. Oh, just... Uh, it's the pool holes rule, right? Where he's not going to touch home plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that boycott. Oh, that man. Was really funny. And then I reached out to a, a hitter who um, kind of agreed with kind of what the what the 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 pitchers were saying they felt that it it wasn't baseball they couldn't believe that the pickoff thing went through yeah, that's they, they liked the they liked the pitch clock um they felt that like they were taking too much of uh mlb's like uh random twitter people into into the equation um and he also agrees that like it's it's just going to get manipulated like, it's just going to get manipulated by a lot of a lot of people yeah i i i think I mean, I'm fine with the larger bases. I'm fine with other shit. I mean, we'll say there will be a lot of hitters that benefit from this. How many times have you seen balls eaten up in the outfield grass uh, at second base? I mean, all the time. Yeah. Um, and that that's going to affect guys uh, in a good way. I think that's fine. I don't really like it. I, I'm all about game theory and like finding the best solutions and then like the manipulation of the meta in this way. But fine. Pitch clock, empty base. Great. But the best part of baseball is when men are on base and that tension and you're removing that and it sucks. Um, the length of batter walk-up music cannot exceed 10 seconds now fast. Yeah, brutal. Because you can't get uh, a good amount of goodbye horses by Q Lazarus. Thank you. In, I knew uh, you had a good one in the tank than, there. You have more yeah. than 10 seconds. Um, so extended innings events, that's in quotes, like mm-hmm. the playing of God Bless America or anything that stops all action in the ballpark requires approval from the commissioner's office and advance notice. That's a weird one. That's a weird it's one. It's like, guys, come on. Stop. Stop. Weird Stop it. Um, the pitch timer cannot be reviewed on replay. Oh, that's that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I constantly don't understand the reviewed on replay stuff. Like why anything that is concrete cannot be reviewed. If it's yeah. a subjective call, that's one thing. But otherwise, this isn't subjective. You have the timer. You know the thing. You can review it. You know? Like... What I don't I don't get it. Umpires have sole discretion to, to direct the start, stop, or reset of the timer if the clock operator makes a mistake. Fine. All right. Uh, I, I believe that's the last one. Um, I mean, the umpire's discretion to add additional time if a manager or coach is dealing with a physical ailment for the uh, thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see how many managers. <laughs> Yeah. to take 30 seconds 30 seconds no, I, can, I can see it right now I can see him uh, maddeningly doing this where he's going off slowly and the guy's like come on speed up he goes no my finger 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which finger? <laughs> this one right here. This one right uh, here. Yeah. But but it's just like, oh, okay, that's why I'm walking slowly because of my finger. Um, so batters. Then, yeah, keep going. You're at odds, then, right? Do you want the? Do you want the? <laughs> do you want the manager who is perpetually? physically ailing or do you want the quick manager right to because get they get more the, time so this is if you're building a team this is where <laughs> you really need to make a decision or do you want a manager who's so quick that he gets exhausted gets yeah. a physical ailment by the eighth right. now are they allowing the use of canes or scooters <laughs> you have to you, you have to have oh. scooters yeah wait can't wait to see brandon <laughs> hyde and a scooter coming out to coming out to Oh God! <laughs> do um, teams stuff, can get man. a newly uh, 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 can newly get an additional mound visit in the ninth inning only. By the way, this is all Evan Drellich is wanting to bring from Athletic. Uh, I yeah. should have given him credit at the beginning. Amazing, amazing work as always. Um, he was also quote tweeted by Joe Biden. So just want to put that out there for the ML wow. for the minor league union stuff. Hmm. Uh, amazing. Um, but anyway, teams can get a new mound visit in the ninth inning only. It is not carried over if unused extra innings if they have used up their allotment of mound visits previously. So it's saying if you use all five, you get a sixth one for the ninth. Mm-hmm. So, so if you have four, this. just use another. Well, I, I think that's what you're gonna. I think you're gonna see a lot more mound visits eighth because you're of what see a lot it does. more eighth inning and mound visits. Is what you're gonna. Say. Well, I, I think you're gonna see them throughout because it, it, it can reset the clock, right? And yeah. it can also, if you do. Um, uh, I think it could, that's one of the ways that you can slow the game down a little bit. I know that you, because it's still a plane appearance, you can't get a third pickoff or anything like that. It doesn't reset that. But that's what, if if I'm a pitcher and I'm getting shelled and I'm a catcher and I, or if I'm a catcher and I want to be able to slow down the game, I'm using that more. That's how I'm yeah. using it. No, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been firmly in the camp that mountain visits are used too infrequently. And this might increase it. You might see situations where you see your two disengagements and then yeah. you see the massive lead and the pitcher's, flailing on the mound doesn't know what to do and the catcher's like okay hold on yeah let's talk about this and then you're gonna i mean that's the thing too so i you're gonna see back picks you're gonna see the pitch outs that that's obviously not going to increase the game to the extent where it's going to matter too much but like it's really not the intended am i gonna have to do like csw i minus pitch out or something like that now like po or so oh god po percentage on our player pages oh Jesus. probably pitch out is going to pitch out is going to be interesting just pitch out pitch out resets it doesn't reset how many times you can throw over because it's still the same plate appearance uh but it does reset the pitch clock if you wanted to do it. I, it's interesting i'm excited to see what it turns into now now what i what i think I, I i glossed over before and i and this is in the uh the reviewed on replay discussion quickly teams can challenge whether a team has complied with the shift or not and we're going to get like super, super yeah, video on like the toe, the shoelace. If your glove is over the bag, does that count? So <laughs> here, here's a, here's a question I have for you too. Feet, I think, I think it's feet by the way. So no. it's feet. That's so arbitrary. What is it? A whole foot? Is it the toe? Is Must not both be part? completely in front of the outer boundary of the dirt. Um, and two fielders have to be entirely on either side of second base. So maybe actually the glove can't, because that's not part that's part of him, so not entirely. So like the glove, he's sprinting and the cap is over second base. There's gotta be someone who just makes oh, up like, there's gonna be someone in New York too this first year who's probably just I don't know. I don't know. Um the, the question I have for you, will we see someone get over fifty 
stolen bases next year. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, we the last time we saw someone get over sixty was twenty seventeen. It was sixty exactly. D Strange Gordon. Will we see oh, yeah. someone get over sixty stolen yes. bases? Yes. Yeah. Will we see over sixty five? The last time. Nah. Over 65, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Roger Maris here. Sixty-two, yeah. Okay, sixty-one. Uh, okay. So then I, I you. The, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I keep reading about Judge getting sixty-two. You're right. I apologize. Um, the all right. So then, not over sixty-five. I don't know. I I wonder if like, yeah. I I I definitely think over sixty. I was thinking if over seventy is a possibility. Like just thinking about guys like Gerard Dyson who could just get on the base pass like. I mean, we should bring back we should bring back Sbot, which is stolen base opportunities from Austin Bristow. I mean, that's mm. part of the equation too. Is how many chances do you have? How many pitches do you see where you can steal second base? Right? Do you? This is a quick piece of trivia, and we can we can hit up the chat too for this one as well. So I'm looking between 2000 and 2022. Okay, so the past uh-huh. like about 23 seasons. Yeah. Who is the single season leader in stolen bases since the year 2000? Scott Pesednik. I don't know. Well, okay, hold on. Or can you name all three players who have had 70 or more? Scott Pesednik is one of them. Scott Pesednik had 70 stolen bases in 2004. The other person also had 70 in 2009. And then the person who had the most stolen bases this century uh, in a single season had uh, 78 in 2007. Can you name the other two? You already named Pitsetnik. Barry Bonds. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Uh, one of them did it for uh, the Boston Red Sox. The other one did it for the New York Metropolitans. Uh, was that the Sedano year? Mm-mm. I don't know. One more man. guess. One more guess. Nothing. Name Nothing. a speedy man. <laughs> speedy man. <laughs> Speedy man. Uh, I'm going to say Alex Fast because his I name knew, is Alex I knew, Fast. I know. I knew yeah. you were going. Uh, <laughs> the Boston Red Sox was Jacoby Ellsbury. Oh, did he really have that many? He had 70 stolen bases oh, in Lord. 2009 uh, in 153 games played. Hit 301 that year. Uh, with a, this is a, what an unbelievable line this is. This is unbelievable. This man had 70 stolen bases, yeah. a 301 average, yeah. and a 98 WRC plus. Yep. If I was someone who hated advanced stats, that's what I would point what to. What was his every OBP? Day. How many walks did he get? 355. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. But he also didn't strike out much. He had a 7% walk rate and an 11% K rate. Yeah. I mean, that's what you saw back then. 339 Woba. You got to put the ball of play on the ground because you're a speedster. That's true. Carl Crawford is not correct. That's a great guess, though. Yeah, that's, um, I didn't think I he got there. Carl Crawford's um, highest ever Mets. was... Uh, yeah, for the Mets. Carl Crawford's highest was 60 uh, in 2009. Um, this person appears at number one, uh, appears at number seven with 64. Um, I believe that's... And number 17 at 50... Was that 59? 60? Yeah, I should know yeah. this. I should know this, right? I'll, 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 you should. You should. I'll, I'll do you one last uh, favor, and I'll name the other teams that he was on. He yeah. started with the Mets. He played there for a majority of his career. Quick season with Miami. Uh, two and a half seasons with Toronto. Very, very quick season with Colorado. Just 47 games played before wrapping up his career back in New York. 
Yeah, no, that did not help whatsoever. Jose Reyes. Oh, Jose Reyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I've I've <laughs> I've blocked him out of my mind for obvious reasons. I don't want to think about that man ever again. <laughs> so, you know, just uh, let's just move on. <laughs> what's what's next, fast? Oh, you know what, fast? I I, I realize you know we we spent a lot of time doing the uh, the new rules and everything like that. Yeah. We actually have some fun images of the week. Um, and I, I'm going to go with that and save you a little bit. Uh, I've got I've got a fun one um, that I that I think is I think is pretty cool. You know, sometimes you just want just some fun things, you know, that's just like you can if you see someone and you go, I can relate to that person. And that's a uh, that's what I think what we got here uh, with this. And I'll try to make this larger um for everybody says we often hear the heat of the moment as a synonym for acting passionately or unthinkingly but where are the other temperatures for moments nothing apparently remarkable about the chill of the moment nothing compelling surrounding the mild breeze of the moment is in the still of the night the unknowing antithesis song to the heat of the moment am i still typing this is the game notes for the colorado Rockies scoreboard i love that I absolutely love that. It, there's this is so meta. This is so like. Does anyone even care about me or this team? Like, right? abs- we and have just given up. I think one of my favorite parts of this image is not actually the scoreboard, but how empty the seats are. <laughs> just purely empty. That's unbelievable. Uh, all right, so I'm going to put fasts up on the screen, and I think it's a uh, it, it's very fitting with the Pujo stuff that we talked about um, before. And uh, let's get that up over here. All right. Um, so this was a tweet fast, right? This is a uh, you tell everybody what's going on here. Yeah. So this is a tweet. This is hilarious. Albert Pujols has a 141 WRC plus as a Cardinal this year. His worst WRC plus ever as a Cardinal. It's also better than any non Cardinal <laughs> season he had. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's like, what John LaRue, by the way, um, at TDYLF on Twitter. That's unbelievable. Like, I don't know what it is. If it's just the confidence, if it's just like, I like, is there, I don't know what it is, but it is great to see. Don't I mean, like, you dare. Uh, I, I'm I not suggest- insinuating anything. I'm okay. Because Max, anything. whatever his name is, whatever, suggested something foul here and no way. No. I don't. Yeah. I, I the only thing foul that I would suggest is maybe he gets a meatball every once in a while. Sure. But I actually don't know if I can even buy into that because no. I don't know what pitcher would ever want to add like that's money out of his pocket. Here. And I doubt everyone would ever be like, yep, I was the one who gave up number 699. This makes him. all the sense to me fast. All right. Okay. We, we talked about this a lot about players and rhythm and flow, right? That, that state of consciousness that has to come with confidence. Once you have confidence, you're, you're, it's ultra focused. It's everything's there. The, you're, you're processing quicker than usual. Everyone listening knows that moment. Mm. And you, you put Pujols back in St. Louis and all of a sudden he tastes this opportunity for himself. He now has more motivation than ever before. He knows that he has all the rest of his career after. This is it. This is that last sprint of a marathon. Mm. This is that whole mentality of everything I have left and the ultra focus with, with hunger and passion, right? And I, I believe it completely. I mean, keep in mind, 141 is still the worst Cardinal season. Yeah, that's un- right. I mean, that's part of this tweet. Worst WRC plus ever as Cardinal, but it's better than everything he had. And, you know, the Angels and the Dodgers and whatnot. So I think it's pretty great. 
good good stuff here fast and i think that's a good transition to to wild thoughts mm. and fast do you have a wild thought this week i told you i do i thought about it uh, early this morning at around <laughs> 2 a.m when i was uh let's go woke up all right um my wild thought is i think it, i don't have a wild thought nick i've just been messing with you all day no you're not doing this to me no No way no no i wanted to see if i could get you again and i did it i got you again i'm so happy (laughs) this has been such a long play joke i set this joke up around two o'clock in the afternoon swear to god (laughs) i believed you so much God, that's good. And what's going to happen is I'm going to give one, Uh and you're going to go, oh, wait, I have one. I know. Okay. Let's see if it happens. Let's see. I I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) If Eric were here, we'd have a Kyle Farnsworth flying across the screen right now. I I can't believe you'd do that to me. That was was sometimes. You want to know know, a wild thought? A wild thought? To, to the pitchers in revolt of all the things for the, the hitters. They're like, hey, you made the bases larger. Why don't you make home plate larger? Oh, very interesting. Okay. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That, could, that would have been a good compromise. I mean, let's just bring it back to the 1990s. <laughs> hey, why not? To the 90s. Uh, I mean, I think that, you know, uh, we'll see. I, I will say also having a larger plate um could you could do the whole uh softball thing at least for home i was mm. watching that game last week i uh, ellen and i talked about it last week at the the phillies and the, the marlins it was one of those traditional the the catcher was in the the line and they yeah. said that the, even though the guy was out the ball beat him everything was there oh no the catcher didn't give him a lane and it drives me nuts it drives me crazy what is the catcher supposed to do like he knows where the ball is going to go and he puts himself there and it's like we got to find a way around that. If you have a larger plate, there's a less, there's more of a lane. At least make the back of the plate larger. That'd be interesting. Uh, kind of mess with that shape a little bit. You know, you know how Bill Wirtz does his, uh, does his videos on YouTube and he often has something that he drags it up all the way to the mm, top. Yeah. 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 You can do that with a home plate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think there, there should have been something thrown to the pictures to be like, all right. I we're, don't. We're we care about you too. You know, hey, yeah. hey you're doing great. <laughs> Especially because two of the representatives are pitchers. It's uh, Glasnow and Jack Flaherty, I think. Unbelievable. They're like, yeah, it's too easy for us. You got to make it a challenge. Yeah. Um, we actually have a bonus wild thought. And I'm going to play this. Uh, it's going to be a little long, but I saw this and I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe that Mudcat from. Yeah, I got a rule change. Padres. If I were commissioner, mm-hmm. here's what I would, you know, if you want to make it interesting for the fans, let's see you get hit by a pitch. Okay. This is really good. I think <laughs> you get hit by a pitch, right? Yes. You have the choice to either take your base or you can have ball in hand, take the bat, throw it up and hit it and try to get on wherever you want. Like hit a gap down the line or whatever. That's the chance. That's the chance you take because you can miss hit it and be a grounder and you're out. Or you take hit by okay. I'll, um, you know what? I'll take first base. Or no, you know what? Ball in hand. I get to stand at home plate and I get to throw it up like I'm throw hitting, it up in the air like I'm hitting a fungo and, then and try to hit it. hit it somewhere to get extra. It could be a home run. No, I, 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 How much fun would that be? Uh, I, right center field over is fun. Thompson and he makes the catch. Look at such a stick in the mud. <laughs> It's amazing. I think that's great. 
I think it's very. I would, uh, if I'm being serious, I actually wouldn't mind seeing something like that in the All Star game, even if it, even if it's not just for a hit by pitch, just like a competition. Yeah, you're all about sport. take all the wild thoughts. Just make the All Star game not boring, please. Hundred percent. That's all that you care all, about. I think every wild thought I've given you, like All Star game. Put it on the All Star game. I'm serious. I don't care if the umpires draw a rule out of a hat at the beginning of each inning. That's not a there fun is your game. wild thought. You would take we take nine different rules and we have all the variety of every inning and every inning the umpire takes yeah, one that, out. That'll be it. That'll be it. That's that'll be so totally good. It. Just for the All Star game. Just for the All Star game. Just for the no, All Star game and World Seven of the play. Game Seven of the World playoffs. Seven. Oh man, World Seven. Um, but, uh, but no, I think that's an interesting idea. Essentially you get to play fungo with our pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make it like, let's say there's someone on third instead of taking first base. Now you get an opportunity to knock them in instead of hitting the, the good batter. Right. Yeah. I think exactly. it's fun. And I was like, Mudcat, this is a wild thought. You yeah, got a wild thought. That's a good one. And Ursillo, you know, I, I'm your Mudcat to, to Ursillo. And, yeah. I'm uh, just sitting there going. This is ridiculous. This is this is yeah. This is ridiculous. you know. I like how he started it too. He's like, okay, so you get so so you're a fan. You get hit by a baseball. I'm like, wait, what? Like, you want a fan to come down and know what it's like to get hit by a baseball? Oh, I see. You're doing hypothetical. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, um, all right. So so we, we we don't got much time left. Yeah. Um, very quickly, for Amber Valdez, or your thoughts? Listen, man, you can't ignore 24 consecutive quality starts. If uh-huh. you're talking about if you if you define. Uh, I guess Cy Young is the best pitcher. And if you could say that is the best pitcher, the one that benefits your team, he's getting close to, to the Nick Pollock recipe for Cy Young winner in that he's, he's currently fifth in ERA. Yeah. Okay. He's all leads all starters in innings. Uh, Yeah. So, so right. Um, Because I'll, uh, I don't know if Manoa is pitching today. They were tied entering yesterday. Uh, Valdez threw a complete game shutout. Manoa had a stomach bug today, but I mean, we're, we're talking, I mean, it's actually really close in the year, right? 242 to 250 now, but Manoa still has the advantage there. Still in C still 162 innings. Isn't so much different than 179. I mean, it's less, yeah. but it's not like the gap last year of Burns 167 to 212 of Wheeler with a demonstrative better, uh, 20% better ERA 206, right? Like that's a huge deal. So but it's clearly C back. But Verlander coming back. It's true. Yeah. If he gets 165. Oh, man. Uh, Well, well, that'll be a conversation to have about innings pitch versus ERA. And that's a fun one. And we'll talk about that soon. Uh, But we don't have much time left. Fast, who's going to win the World Series? Uh, What we've done in previous weeks, I didn't let myself do it last week because I wasn't going to let you off the hook. So uh, we had the Marlins, Orioles, Brewers, Mets, Guardians, Braves, Mariners, Astros, Yankees, Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals, Tampa Bay Rays, all off here. Who were you going to go? You didn't think about this at all. You completely forgot. No, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I I was just double checking that they weren't taken. Who Um, was it? It's going to be the Blue Jays. It's going to be. It's going to be Blue Jays. Uh, Wow. We haven't done the Blue Jays yet. I know. That's why I was double checking because Bo Bichette is putting together one of the most He's pro Bichette right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable what he is doing right now. They were my pick to win the World Series at the beginning of the year. It was going to be them versus the Milwaukee Brewers. That's probably not going to happen. But uh, <laughs> I did believe in, you know, they obviously have the uh, ability to make it to the playoffs with the rotate. Because we don't need to worry about Yusei Kikuchi. We need to worry about Mitch White when it comes to the playoffs, right? We need to worry about Kevin Gaussman. We need to worry about Ross Stripling, who I think can be a very serviceable number three starter for them. There's He's no going to be there four. They're not going to put him above Barrios. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Barrios. They're not going to. They're not going to. I don't think so. He'll be. He'll be. Yeah, you're right. He'll be a number four, but he'll be on the uh, on the roster. Whereas, yeah, I mean, there's an argument, very much an argument, to say strip over Barrios, but I think that the Jays can make. Nah, it's Barrios. Yeah. Um, either way, I mean, if you get into the playoffs and it's Gaussman, Manoa, and then a combination of Barrios and Stripling, yeah, you know, right. With a, with a, with a yeah. lights out closer in Romano, like, uh, like honestly, if that team got hot, where the Yankees are, where they are right now, with you know, obviously broken out a little bit of the slump more recently, but like that's a team that if they got hot, I really wouldn't be interested yeah. in wanting to face in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Toronto Blue Jays. Absolutely. Well, that's a good call. We have the mystery pitcher, and who do you think it was? Fast Austin Voth, baby, Has and. It was awesome, both. Congratulations! Uh, thank uh, you to the to the Twitch comment. Yeah, that was oh, I almost got right. you. I almost got you fast. You did. Austin Voth was four two records, eighty six pitches for uh, innings, uh, 441 ERA and a one forty one WHIP. That's Austin Voth, baby. Okay, but that's gonna do it for this episode of the Nick and Alex Baseball Show. Thank you so much for supporting us with PL Plus and going and rating review us on iTunes. But my name is Nick Pollock. And I'm Alex Fast, and we'll talk to you guys next week.